Are you interested in creating high-performing teams? Of course you are. We all are. But I got some secrets for you. That's this week on the Badass Agile Podcast. Greetings, team. Welcome to the Badass Agile Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Williams. Okay, friends, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. The habits and techniques of high-performing teams are not exactly secret, but it's something that we fail to observe and apply, and we do so at our own peril. So let's explore what those are. First, let's take a moment to remember why we're here. To create an elite tribe of leaders who truly serve their clients and communities by doing what matters and what works, relentlessly chasing value and excellence like a badass. There's so many resources out there about what you need to do to be agile, but we're focused on who you need to become in order to lead teams. So let's hammer down those fundamentals to create a truly unique and powerful force in this industry. And remember, if this helps you, tell your friends. You can check us out on Facebook in the Badass Agile Listener Lounge and also in Clubhouse in the Badass Agile Club. Now, let's talk about high-performing teams. You would think, when you think of the definition of a high-performing team, that all we need to do is do more with less, keep people motivated, get them flowing and producing, get to the maximum productivity level that we can without burning them out, and voila, we have ourselves a high-performing team. And that's true, but almost everything in that statement is hard to do properly. Now, Agile should give us tools for examining and eliminating true waste, It should also give us tools for examining our productivity and finding out ways that we can optimize flow so that we can create more value in less time with less effort. I consider those things the mechanical aspects of a high-performing team. It's easy to teach and highly objective to locate areas where we're wasting time or energy. But the real problem is that what creates truly high-performing teams is the subjective stuff. It's the individual motivation that individuals bring to a team effort. If you don't have that component, there's nothing you can do at the team level. There's nothing you can do at the agile or process level to truly maximize performance. If you want a simple way to create high-performing teams, take a look at what a truly high-performing team does. Whether it's a Super Bowl champion, whether it's a well-regarded company, Anytime you see people who have done miraculous things in groups, you're always dealing with a bunch of highly motivated people who are there for the right reasons, who do the right training and preparation, have the right attitude and mindset, and have energetic physical and mental systems that are prepared for the stress and the load of high-intensity situations where high performance matters. So put another way, to create a high-performing team, you got to select a bunch of highly motivated, high-performing individuals, right? Well, the problem is, in big box, big bank agile, we can't always do that. Most of the time, you get who you get. The team is the team. Does that mean that you can't connect with those people and get them motivated to be high-performing? Absolutely not. It's entirely doable. Now, I say this with the caveat that there will be times where some people won't be reachable don't have the right motivation, they're dealing with something or handling something that's going to keep them from being and staying connected with the team. But in most cases, I want to share with you the simple secret that if you find people's passion 
you can push them way harder. Now that's going to sound like a big no-no, and for a lot of you, you're going to have a red flare go off. What? Push people harder? Yeah, push people harder. We want to be able to challenge people to exceed their current limitations, to break their mindsets and their beliefs about what they're capable of, to increase their intellectual and physical output. Listen, guys, muscles don't grow unless you tear them down. You can't perform at your best unless you stretch. Think about anything you've learned in life. You had to go through hell to get there. The most important learnings you didn't get from a book. You didn't get them from other people's stories. You didn't get them from TV shows. You got them by living through it and coming out on the other side. But the problem that we have in our society is that we push people hard on things that they're not interested in doing, things that don't light them up, things they're not excited about. On the flip side, think about anything that you're truly passionate about. When the payoff is big for you personally, emotionally, intellectually, physically, and especially emotionally, by the way, you'll work way harder to get it, and it won't feel like work. Do you need rest and recovery? Of course, I wouldn't suggest that you don't. Do you need to be able to manage stress and anxiety? Of course you do. I wouldn't suggest otherwise. But I am saying that the true cause of burnout, guys, you need to pay careful attention to this, is when we push people too hard for things for which there is no payoff. These things aren't emotionally compelling for people. There's no glory in being part of a team. There's no excitement around the product that they're building or the project that they're working on. They're not passionate about the company or its customers. There's no extrinsic rewards that get them all sauced up and ready to fire on all cylinders. It all comes down to what the individual is passionate about. So the most important thing you can do as an enabler of great performance is to connect with people and find out what gets them going. What's the big payoff for them? What do they want more of? What do they want less of? What's their emotionally compelling reason? Until you have that, you have nothing. For me, my big thing is creating heroes. It's about taking people who didn't believe they had leadership in them, who came out of the development room with no self-confidence, no certainty, and no idea how to get it, without the belief that they could influence and inspire other people, that they could create greatness in themselves or in their teams or in their companies, and turning them into heroes. That's my big deal. That's what lights me up. That's what gets me jumping out of bed every day. And there's no question, the financial rewards, the work-life freedom, the ability to be on stages, those things light me up too. All of it, the whole package. I love it. And because I love it, I can be in my business 12 to 16 hours a day and not even feel it. And I can even back this up with data because my friends have got me using one of these biometric things, one of these bracelets that you wear that examines your heart rate variability, your daily stress, your load, your recovery. And I can see what kinds of events translate to poor performance. And I know that on the days when I'm forced to work on things that I'm not excited about, that's where my stress and anxiety comes from. On the flip side, when I'm doing what I love, I can be going all out, all cylinders firing, high octane gas in the tank, and I sleep like a baby and wake up with tons of energy. So this isn't just conjecture. This is what we know about human performance. When the reason is right, you can push.
you can encourage people to go harder, to stay the course, to do what must be done, to show up early and to stay late, to ruthlessly examine their process and their flow to see where the gaps are and continuously strive to improve. It doesn't have to mean more hours in a day, but it does have to mean more energy, more passion, more commitment to the task, to the tribe, to the life. Now, as a leader, you have to know what buttons to push. You got to know how to reach people, how to connect with them. And I've said this before, it's about taking them out for a beer or spending a little time with them and asking them, why, 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 why do you show up here every day? What makes you want to come into this team room day in, day out? What is it that you do when you're not at work? If you didn't have to worry about money, what would you do? What are the things that your friends and your family have always said you're awesome at, but you didn't believe them? Get to that stuff. Get to the passion. Get to that life by design. Get to their true fundamental nature. Once you get there, now you can help them get more of what they want. Now you have stories and metaphors that you can create about how what we're doing is like being whatever it is that they truly want. A famous musician, a baseball player, a journalist, a legend in social media, whatever it is that they crave and desire and really want and get passionate about and have an emotionally compelling reason for jumping out of the sheets every morning and sprinting to get after. Once you know that, you have that connection. You're the spark plug that ignites the fuel. And this fundamental secret is how you lay the groundwork for a high-performing team. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen because you're awesome at mastering Scrum. It's not going to happen because you've read all the Agile guidebooks or watched a bunch of videos. It happens when you spend the energy and the time required to make those connections and discover people's passions. They may not even know about it yet, but if you're good, if you're really good, you can lead them to it. And once you have it, you can really start building a high-performing team. All right, guys, thanks for checking in. Let me know how this works for you. As always, you can reach out at badassagile.com or find me on Twitter at badass underscore agile. Also check out the Badass Agile page on LinkedIn. I look forward to seeing you next time. And until then, stay badass. Badass.